Hey, 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 what time is it? It's time for WWW. What's happening in the world and what do we think about it? I'm Kent H. coming to you from Houston, Texas. How are you? little bit of a road show today, but I'm glad you're with us. And again, our program is very simple as we talk what's happening in the world and what do we think about it. Very glad you're with us and glad you joined again. Thanks so much for coming. Simple little format. We'll do a little bit of talk about the USA, some entertainment, some sports. We'll take a simple break. Come back and talk about things happening in our world. Take a final break and talk about the items of the day. I hope you're doing well. It is Wednesday. Happy middle of the weekday, hump day. As we go further, let's get started. It is a lot going on in our news. Very, very excited that members of the Austin community are certainly very comfortable today. As last night, the bomber that has been plaguing that city was captured and actually blew himself up when they were trying to arrest him. So we'll talk more about the police later. But again, since March the 2nd, the community of Austin, Texas has been struggling with these bombs that have been going off. At one point, thought maybe targeting a different group, but then spread out to all sorts. Two people were killed. Four are still in the hospital, and it's unfortunate for those dead, but very excited. The police, the federal government has jumped in. They jumped on top of this hard, and again, I'll talk a bit more about that. But he is now dead, 24-year-old, white male. Name will be released later. And we're glad that that saga seems to be over. The police are suggesting still hang on to the protocols of of packages in case that he maybe has mailed or some other things that were sent out have not been detected or found yet. But we are at least glad to know that that bomber is dead and no more bombs can at least go off from now on. So we're very, very happy for the Austonians and our fellow Texans. What else is happening? Let's change over. Let's talk a little bit about entertainment and in the entertainment world. Of course, what are the 10 best dogs? Well, if I say that, of course, you're going to say, well, Kent, my dog is the best, just like your horse is the best. Well, I, I agree and I understand. But when it comes to Wes Anderson's movie coming out on Friday, The Isle of Dogs, it got us to thinking, and certainly for me to be thinking about, what are the 10 best dogs in the 10 top dog, let's say, genres. So let's get started. Let's have a little fun. Number one. Or shall I count backwards? Let's do 10 down. Let's go that way. Yeah, let's go 10 down. So number 10, let's say Doug. The movie Doug was about a little dog and he's certainly a little cartoon movie. Many of these cartoons, many are not. But Doug will be number 10. Then, of course, Marley and Me, the dog Marley from the... Uh, Owen Brother movie with Jennifer Aniston, and they had Marley the dog. Then there was Beethoven, the big St. Bernard, at number eight. Number seven, Bud, or Buddy, I guess, from the movie Air Bud, the basketball-playing dog. That was quite fun. Then you had the huge, huge dog from the Sandlot. Remember that dog? Hercules was his name, rounding up the top, the top five. Now the top five, let's go to the bottom five. Now here they are, Lassie, who can forget, and you've got to include Lassie, that famous dog is just, un, you know, just remarkable and always beautiful. The only dog that won an Academy Award, at least from the movie The Artist, 
died back in 2015, the little show-stealing dog, Uggy, if you remember that. We cannot deny Toto from The Wizard of Oz, little Toto who went up against the Wicked Witch and also fought little monkeys and hung around with Dorothy and the gang. Toto, of course, a famous. Back to cartoons, how do you... How do you skip Lady from Lady and the Tramp, Disney's most impeccable early dog genre movie? Then, what do we say? How about Chance and Shadow? Remember, number one. Well, tie, I guess, for number one. Chance and Shadow. And they had that little cat from that incredible Journey movie years back. So that's the top ten dogs from the top 10 dog movies or dog-related shows. I would have also included Benji. I I can't, you know, these guys that did this survey, I can't know how they missed Benji. But Benji and I grew up together, and I love that. So we'll keep moving on. Head over to sports. Well, in our sports world, thank goodness for sports, but let's stay in our theme, right? We seem to have gotten a nice little pattern going. Gus Kennyworth snowboarder from the Olympics over in South Korea. Once again rescued a dog from South Korea. He rescued a dog in the earlier Olympics as well, but he's returned and now the rescue dog he adopted has made it into the country. So what a great deal. We're very happy that that guy has got his dog back together and those are heartwarming stories. So we're glad for that. And glad for Gus and his kind-hearted spirit to continue rescuing dogs all around. Let's take a final quick break. Hey, as we move into the world section, as always, we want to talk about and we're thankful for Travel and Leisure Magazine sponsoring our program. They're very helpful. And they'll send to your house, if you'll order today, one issue per month for 12 months, or that's one year subscription, for $29.99. You'll save 58% off the newsstand price by this order. Let Travel and Leisure Magazine take you everywhere you ever wanted to go. How? Friends of the shows, of course. www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Or if you like that telephone, 1-866-737-8037. Let Travel and Leisure Magazine... Take you everywhere you want to go. Hey, what's happening in the world? In the world that we're living in, a sad note, we'll change but stay seemingly in an animal theme for some reason today. I've kind of got my mind on these animals. The world's largest and, let's say, last male North American, uh, North African white rhino has died. Sudan was his name. He was 45 years old. Died in Kenya with his daughter and granddaughter at his side. All of the people that have taken care of him in the conservation park. That will mean that his daughter and granddaughter are the last two North, Northern African white rhinos in captivity or in protective custody. And so we are running out of some of these animals. We'll talk a bit more about those in a minute, but we're running out of those incredible beasts. 
in our world. Hey, so what happens in France? Well, if you're in France, <laughs> hamburgers have now surpassed the baguette. Now, for those that have never been to France or certainly maybe unfamiliar with what a baguette is, it's kind of the harder bread. It looks more like a Subway sandwich in a long bread uh, kind of form, about the size, let's say, of a Subway 6-inch or something like that, but it's that harder bread called the baguette, and they'll put lunch meats on it or things on it, mostly lunch meats specifically, cheeses for sure. And the baguette has no longer been the number one fast food, quickie food, lunchy food in France as the hamburger has taken over. That's all right. We knew the French would come around, do our ways, right? They should have come around a long time ago. That's what I think. What else has happened? Well, of course, we remember talking about the physicist Hawking's Stephen Hawking's passed away, and they are now going to bury him today, and they are going to put his remains between Sir Isaac Newton and Albert Einstein in that kind of area of the world where those great science minds rest together. Another little story, people had wondered if the physicist had come across the idea of becoming a Christian and did he accept Christ before he died, the story would come that he had not and maintained the Big Bang and those scientific theories as his knowledge of the afterlife, if there is any, and what his thoughts are. So, if you were wondering, that's the answer, but certainly we wish his family a good passing as he has moved on, and that's the things happening in our world today, guys. Big time, kind of nice things going on. There's some, some good stories today. Lots of animal stories. We'll talk a bit more about those in our second half as we take a quick break and we'll come right back and join you all. Hey, what happens if you're hungry? Well, we were just talking about baguettes and burgers. Where else can you find food? Well, if you're friends of this program, you certainly know Harry and David have it right here. My new Harry and David catalog, magazine, if you will, has come out, and it's a fantastic article, some fantastic foods. Woo! Rosemary lamb shanks. Holy smokes, I just opened it up to page 10 of this month's catalog. Simply roast and serve these delicious rosemary lamb shanks for an easy but splendid dinner. Arrives pre-seasoned with the bone in it for tenderness. It'll serve four to six people Woo! 99 bucks, folks, for that two-pound, four-ounce lamb rosemary shanks. Man, does it look good. If you like, you can order that and many other things at Friends of Our Family, www.harryanddavid.com. That's all together, H-A-R-R-Y-A-N-D-D-A-V-I-D, David, harryanddavid.com. Thank you so much for that. Look forward to that. Easter's around the corner. If you need help with the orders or you're not sure what to get, they've got some people standing by right now at 800-547-3033. That's harryanddavid.com.
Oh, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. What's going on? What do I think about it? Well, I've got a couple things to think about today. Let's let's start where we finished in the world and talk about burgers and food. Do you like food? Of course, we all do. They call that now that new word foodies. Would you consider yourself a foodie? Are you a foodie? Meaning you really like to find good foods, find some neat places to eat, find some good recipes, make it yourself, find it yourself, buy it yourself, whatever. I got really into food, of course. I lived in New York for a number of years, 11 to be exact, and I really enjoyed fine dining there in New York. Plenty of different choices for sure. only food I really can't handle is spicy food. Otherwise, I'm fine with just about everything. Move to Europe, as you've heard in my stories, and 15 years in Europe will really make you a foodie. had a good conversation with somebody the other day. Why are we so obese, or what's going on with the Americas, of course? And I think it boils down to what I learned in Europe. And I really love the fact, and I do the same thing here in America. Portions, portions, portions. That's the key. I understand that there's different types of dietary foods and things are good or bad for your body. But portionality is what separates clearly the Americans from the Europeans in that sense alone. You can't have a three-course meal in America because the starter is so big, the main course even bigger. You've got no room for desserts, so you take home the box. Oh, you can have three-course, but that third course will be at the house later or tomorrow. There's no takeout boxes in Europe, folks. If you didn't know that, let me clear it up for you. There's no takeout boxes because their portion size is perfect. You have just enough to get you started, just enough to encourage your tummy going further, and just enough for that little sweet tooth at the end. So there's no need for you to have a to-go box, and the European restaurants don't even have them. And they look at you kind of funny that you couldn't finish the expertly portioned meal that they presented. So I think that's the answer. So burgers versus baguettes, no surprise the French are kind of converting over. They need a little faster food. They're hurrying up to be fast, fast, fast. Not so interested so much maybe in the healthy baguette or baguette being a bit healthier perhaps. But who's to say one's better than the other? It is always a choice and I love Personally, I made some great food yesterday. I'm going to make some good food the rest of the week. I enjoy making dinner. I enjoy cooking. I think it's fun. And it's all fresh, of course, because you're putting it together right in front of yourself and chopping and doing and baking and cooking. So I like it because it's fresh. At least it certainly feels fresh. And it is fresh. So if you have a chance to have a choice of food today, I wish you nothing but good selections and good choices But food is always on the minds of many. Hey, what about that African white rhino? I've had the pleasure of being on safari a couple of times, been to South Africa eight times, and I must admit, those animals are huge, huge animals. But absolutely majestic and very elegant, and they're just as as big as they are, Quite nimble, able to go fast, able to go quick. Dangerous as all get out, but very, very cool. So we say goodbye. We've got to start. You know, my if you're a friend of the show, you certainly know I'm not such a big environmentalist or blah, blah, blah. I don't really get in that debate whatsoever. But when it comes to animals, my passion does come out. And perhaps I've been in, have 
after going to the Africans and been in Africa, those animals are dying. They're dying breed. They're dying out. We're killing them as fast as we can for whatever dumb reasons. And I'm very willing to stand up and fight for those things. Or any animal for that matter. So if you get a chance or you're with your animal today, we talked about dogs earlier. If you got a pet of your own, Midnight and I will see each other later and have a great quality time. Hug your pet. Love on your dog. Love on your cat. Love on your horse. Love on all of it. If we don't take care of the animals, folks, they're not going to be with us forever. And we want to be with them because they provide that unconditional love that's just so amazing. So love to all the animals is what I say today, Wednesday. Boy, those Austin pokes are very excited, but I've got to say, in my tribute right now to the police, they're getting such a bum rap with some people on the other side of the spectrum, and they want to yell and scream and say that the police are bad. But these guys, listen, just the the Boston bombers, the New York City bomber, the kid that drove the truck. Now you've got this guy that's terrorizing Austin, Texas, and. They had triangulated his phone service. He made a mistake. I was talking to some police friends yesterday, kind of trying to figure out ourselves, where is he going to make a mistake? And I think, personally, I got it right. His mistake was that Federal Express office, those too many cameras, even though he was wearing a wig and a hat and gloves, too many cameras allowed them to pinpoint his car, even though he was using two cars, but because they saw him on the camera, they saw the car on the camera, they triangulated his cell phones to the areas of the bombings that tracked your cell phone. We talked about that in this show. Your cell phone is tracked just all the time. Everybody knows where you are all the time. And the police caught him and were reeling in on him, and he decided to blow himself up. And since he knew they were kind of coming... And he went to the Federal Express box. I kind of thought maybe he's had enough and was ready to get done and turn himself in or whatever. But it's, uh, it's you you got to reach out and say hello to the police. And so if you happen to see your police officers, police agents today as you're driving around or going through your day, give them a salute, give them a handshake, give them a high five, give them a hello. Think about how it took what it took. They were under incredible pressure. The entire country is watching. Perhaps even the world people are watching. How are they going to catch this guy that was only leaving bombs around for unsuspecting victims to pick him up or touch them? But sure enough, they did, and they triangulated and got him, and they surrounded him because he was a person of interest. So, big, big, big shout-out to the men in blue, women in blue and the federal authorities that helped as well. These guys do incredible work, thankless, tireless jobs, run into danger when everybody else is running away from danger because they're scared or they have nothing else to do. So we're grateful to them. So next to your dog or your cat or your horse, you see a police officer, policewoman, shout out and say, hey, great job, folks. You're doing a fantastic job and we're grateful. I'm Ken Hirsch from Houston, Texas. I'm going to power down and say thanks so much, guys. Have a great rest of your Wednesday.